welcome back to the second session of the proposed ecocide law with Judy Foster, Head of Operations and International Outreach, Stop Excite International. Judy, when did this whole conversation about ecocide law start? The conversation about ecocide law, the, the term was first used way back in 1972, actually, uh, at, a at a UN conference, and it was referring to... Uh, Things that happened during the Vietnam War with Agent Orange, which was a toxin that was used to destroy the forest. The conversation has been rumbling on in various arenas for about 30 years. But then um, a British barrister called Polly Higgins, um, she started thinking about this. Uh, she was a barrister herself and she was thinking she was in London one day and she was thinking there's a missing piece of law to protect the earth. The earth needs a lawyer and it doesn't have one at the moment. So she began investigating and found out about the conversations that had happened about ecocide law. And then she and her friend, Jojo Mehta, got together and started the movement in 2017. They both, they co-founded it together as Stop Ecocide International. Very sadly, Polly died of cancer two years later in 2019. Mm -hmm. But since then, the campaign has grown from strength to strength. Very important to us is that we do not get involved in politics. We stay apolitical. So we don't name and shame particular politicians or particular companies. We are just about getting this new law in place. And the progress is happening very fast. The EU, which consists of 27 countries, have agreed a text which will go to a vote uh, at some point in the new year which will um, add the crimes comparable to ecocide to the European Environmental Crime Directive, which is a huge step forward. Our next step is the International Criminal Court, where we would like ecocide to be added to a document known as the Rome Statute, which is the governing document of the ICC. So do you think this um, law will help most of the African countries when it comes to issues like um, the carbon credits, the unfair and balanced financial statuses. I mean, there are multiple things that need to happen, as we all know. I think ecocide law will be uh, one piece of the jigsaw, if the mosaic would be like, of things that need to happen. So, for example, there was recently a report that came out from Nature Finance looking at nature markets and how to fund nature markets. And they, they have called for ecocide law as a key governance piece that will help drive the economies, particularly uh, a continent like Africa, which is so rich in resources, so many resources. Um, but if we're to change the rules of global finance, we need to change the foundational framework on which it is all based, and ecocide law will be a part of that. So um, I do think, yes, that this will help African, the global south in particular. I mean, mm. one of the things we know is that a lot of the horrific environmental damage that is caused in uh, Africa, for example, and other places, is often caused by companies and people that actually come from the global north. And it's actually very difficult to redress. It's very difficult to prosecute or get hold of the people or the companies if they're based in Europe or the USA. I mean, this is not a perfect solution, but it will give a lot more power because of the power of the International Criminal Court to prosecute people that come from outside of Uganda or outside of Africa and therefore begin to redress the balance. I, I am aware that I have, there has been some criticism in Africa of the ICC for prosecuting African cases and you know that may be the case but 
this law will be a way of redressing that balance because Africa is so often the victim of horrific practices that are being perpetrated by people that are not from Africa. 